Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Cassie, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, so, yes, I'm Cassie, um, or on Instagram, I'm what Cassie eats. Um, and I'm really excited to be here today. It is definitely something that I've always wanted to do. And yeah, no, I'm just a little food blogger um, that I love just basically going out and eating. So I've just decided that I'm just going to start up my own Instagram because actually full time, I am a social media manager. So I guess it's kind of like pulled into play together um, and I wanted to bring it into a hobby. So yeah. Amazing. And if you haven't already checked out Cassie's food blog, you so need to. Thanks. (laughs) On to some food questions. So what did you have for supper last night? Um, So I I think I'm a bit late to the party on this one, but I had the vodka pasta that went round, I think, like at the start of lockdown. So I know that I originally saw it on Gigi Hadid's Instagram and then I think it just took a storm across like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok like it just went mental but I only found out the recipe for it about a week ago so (laughs) I had that last night and I've had it a few times now and it is just the best thing ever um I don't know if you've tried it but it's just that perfect like quick pasta dish like after work obviously it's brilliant because it takes 15 minutes um so yeah that's what I had for dinner yesterday amazing I still haven't tried it I've tried the baked feta but I haven't oh, have the you feta. yeah no I did well I didn't try the baked feta because I mean partly lactose intolerant not that I really <laughs> listen to that often yeah but I know a lot of my friends have had it and it's I can imagine it being quite heavy when you're putting a whole block of feta cheese in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, the vodka pasta is literally, I'd probably say it's like one of my favourite dishes like ever. So it's really? definitely good. Yeah, yeah, ever. <laughs> I need to try that. <laughs> okay, so what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? Um. So I guess with this like it's it's quite weird because you know like a lot of kids would be like oh I hated vegetables and hated fruit and all of this kind of stuff like my parents I don't know why but like it was really ingrained to me at such a young age that like eating vegetables was like really normal um so I think my favorite thing while I was growing up would definitely probably have to be pasta for sure because my family's Italian so I would eat a lot of pasta but also it sounds so random but asparagus with like wrapped in bacon and I don't know why and obviously it's just a side but I used to love it so much when I was younger but I think I ate it too much that now I don't like it anymore so it's a bit random yeah a bit weird I love that but yeah crazy I think like with asparagus as well like it's not really one of those that you'd assume like a child to eat but I just yeah really loved it really loved it thank you for that love that (laughs) Okay, so what was your favourite restaurant or place to eat at when you were growing up? Um, oh God, like this is really hard. I don't know. Um, I think, I think it is a case that 
obviously when you're younger, like going to like a pizza hut or Mackey's was like yeah. your favorite thing. But I remember when it was like when I had my first, I think it was like one of my early birthdays and we went to McDonald's after like going bowling. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> um, but I think I used to just love like, I think anything really like whenever I went out with my parents think it, I felt really grown up and I think yeah. going out and going out for something to eat was just like amazing but I don't know I can't really remember like where we used to go I think there was like a little pub like a family-run pub like around the corner from where I lived which we went there quite a lot which was really nice and it just did like a really good roast so I think potentially there but I don't know that like, I can't really remember much like do you remember where like your favorite restaurant was the only thing that comes to mind is pizza express dobles so yeah and the garlic yeah. butter oh yeah. best thing yeah. <laughs> but so. yeah no random good I like that <laughs> okay so what is your current favorite kind of food um, my current favorite kind of food. Um, I guess. Well, I, with this, would it be kind of like a cuisine, or would it be a specific thing, anything. like anything? Oh gosh, that's so hard. I mean, going really kind of like basic with it. I love pop tarts at the moment. Ooh. They are literally. I think it's the strawberry sensation, which I really like. Have you tried them before? No, I haven't. I've had pop tarts, but not the strawberry ones. Yeah, I just, oh, I don't even know why. Like, I'm just on a bit of a hype of them at the moment. So in the morning, I'll have them with a cup of coffee and it's like the best thing ever. Probably not the healthiest thing to have like mid-morning, but it is so, so nice. So I'm actually loving Pop-Tarts right now. Um, And then in terms of food, like, I mean, my favourite food is sushi. So I feel like with that, I like it will never... I feel like nothing will ever be like, I'm always in the mood for sushi, basically. There's nothing else which I would be craving more than that. Um, but obviously I know sushi is kind of like Marmite. It's very like, you kind of love it or you hate it. And I know obviously with it being raw fish, it's probably not a bit of a vibe for a lot of people. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like every hour of the day, if someone said, would you like some sushi? I'd probably say yeah. But that's <laughs> obviously quite random. But yeah, I don't know. Like, would you say that you are a big, like, sushi fan at all? Or I controversially only like the veggie sushi. Um, oh. I'm not a real sushi fan, mostly because I don't really like fish. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the California Roland soy sauce of it. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, still good enough. I do. I honestly think it's it is one of those which they're just so many different types, and I don't even like all of them. There's like only some that I do really like. Like I don't know, like a spicy tuna roll is probably the best thing ever. Um, anything kind of like spicy, I really like. But I don't like just the bits of fish on its own, like the nigiri. Yeah. I think it's called like that to me. Like oh my god, no! I'd just be so overfaced with it. I wouldn't really know how to eat it, what to do with it. Like all in one Do I bite a little bit Um, But yeah I think I would have to say My current favourite food would, In short Would be sushi (laughs) Great choice Okay so What is your current Favourite restaurant Or place to eat at um, so I live in Manchester. Um, I don't know where you were based, but um, I think for me, like with now, like COVID restrictions lifting and being able to go out again, I mean, 
when it was during COVID, we were quite lucky because I do live in the city centre. There are a lot of small businesses that were doing delivery. But I think right now, like there's so many restaurants just like off the top of my head that I'm in love with. But I think my current mm-hmm. favorite place would have to be Viet Shack, um, which is in Manchester. I think they might do one in Liverpool as well. So it's like a small business, but um, they do these things called Shack Fries, which basically like if you followed me on Instagram, you'd see them everywhere because I will literally go there every weekend and I would just order the same thing. But I guess, like, don't try to fix something that's not broken. Exactly. And See? And it's basically just, like, a load of fries, which they do. I don't even know what seasoning they put it in. And they just get lovely kind of chunks of, like, steak and chicken. And they just pop it on top with chilies. And I can't even think now, like, loads of different sauces. And it is just the best thing ever. Like, it is so delicious. It is a bit naughty, obviously, provided with the amount of kind of, like, chips you get with it. But it is my favourite thing. And I, I used to get it on delivery quite a lot during lockdown. But I go to the restaurant because it's just around the corner from me. So, Amazing. yeah, that is definitely kind of my favourite place. But I think they do, like, it's mainly mm. Vietnamese food, but it's, like, street food. So Ooh. it's just, yeah, the perfect kind of, like, Friday night vibes. And the cocktails are really good, too. Obviously, if anyone's down for a cocktail. <laughs> this place sounds amazing. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, where whereabouts are like are you based? Like, is there anywhere kind of near you that does something similar to that? I mean, I live in Northamptonshire, but I live in a small village in Northamptonshire, so I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, <sighs> so unless I go into into the town centre. Not really, but yeah, there probably is something fabulous. And I'm sure, I don't know if you follow Just Like Jess on um, Instagram. She's in Northampton um, town and she always is recommending the most amazing places. And I've never even heard of that one. So I'm going next week. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, no, it is one of those. I feel like word of mouth, like especially online, I don't yeah. even recognize half of the places in Manchester. And then I see someone post about it and I'm like, yeah. right, I'm going there next week. It, and it's weird because yeah. it's like, how could you not notice when you live there? But it's exactly. just crazy how you don't see it. That's why. I mean, one of the many reasons I love having a food blog and following food bloggers is you get to see mm. so many different places. And even when you go on staycations in the UK, you can go yeah. to all of these recommendations just like, well, lunch Done. is sorted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lunch is sorted, dinner sorted, yeah. lunch is sorted, like literally everything. I know it is so helpful. So good, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so... What is your current favourite vegetable? Um, so I really like tender stem broccoli. Tender stem broccoli, I feel like it's really versatile. Like you can pretty much have it with everything. Yeah. Um, I've got like a bit of a, it's quite a weird dish, but it works. I like to have super noodles, like migarang flavour with just kind of like steamed like tender stem broccoli on the side and it almost kind of feels healthy almost kind of feels like you're making some sort of really nice kind of noodly dish when actually you're just having super noodles with veg but it definitely makes you feel a lot better than just having super noodles for dinner (laughs) that is a game changer I'm so gonna do that I just think (laughs) oh I'm having a pot noodle or super noodles it's fine yeah I love that because I really love broccoli so I'm gonna do that oh do you fab yeah Yeah. (laughs) great tip 
Okay, so what is your current favourite biscuit? Um, so I actually didn't know these existed and I used to get them really confused with ginger snaps, but I think they're called um, crunch creams by Foxes. Yeah. yeah. So I never even knew that they existed, but they're basically like a, um, oh, what is that biscuit where it's not a bourbon, but I would call it a cream egg. Yes, a, a custard cream. Yes, not a cream egg. And it's basically like a custard cream, but like with a much nicer biscuit. Yeah. And changed my life how did I not know they existed are they new because I've never seen them before until about three weeks ago well we don't buy them but I've had people on the podcast that have said you need to buy crunch creams I'm like okay okay I trust you I'll go and get some and I'm converted they are so good yeah it is so good and like I do I mean I'm a bit I'm a coffee and a tea drinker but I feel like with a crunch cream you've got to have a cup of tea with any biscuit really you've got to have a cup of tea it's just not the same with a coffee I don't think and oh my gosh like I feel like it's leveled up my tea game I can't have a cup of tea without a crunch cream anymore it's the best thing (laughs) (laughs) right whilst you're listening to this order some crunch creams yeah. you won't regret it <laughs> if I'm not the first person to have said it then it definitely is one of the best biscuits ever <laughs> what other um like what else would you say like from kind of all the people that you've interviewed for your podcast like what would you say is like the, the top biscuit that like quite a lot of people have been saying um I, we've had a lot of um people say a hobnob oh really a hobnob that's a that's a top tier and a crunch cream I think mm. a lot of people have said a digestive because they're just a classic they are yeah they are good I feel like with a hobnob I'm not really I can take it or leave it like if I've gone somewhere and that's the only thing like you know sometimes when you go to the hairdresser and like they offer you a cup of tea and a biscuit and it's like right okay you have a hobnob yeah fine I might take it but it just almost tastes a bit too like oaty for me that if I'm getting Mm. a biscuit I want it to be pure sugar biscuit I want it to be a naughty biscuit I don't want it to be kind of like a an oaty flapjack vibe yeah (laughs) sometimes I'm not really too keen on them but then other times you really fancy them so yeah but I agree with them definitely the crunch cream have to has to be a crunch cream (laughs) okay so who is your current favorite chef so I don't really know if this counts, but on TikTok, he's called Let's Munch and I don't know where he's from. Do you know him? Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Um, I don't really know where he's from. I'm really bad with accents. So I, I know he's I like I can hear his voice in my head. <laughs> that sounds so strange, but I know exactly. I know what you mean. He's just got like such a distinctive voice and like his videos are just number one, really therapeutic to just watch. Like they're just mesmerizing, but also the things that he makes are just so amazing. Like I just, I love every single like recipe that he makes. And like I can sometimes be a bit picky with food, especially when like I'm making it myself, like if it's too intricate or if it's got a lot of kind of ingredients, that's going to take me ages to try and find them in the supermarket. I'm a bit like, "Mm, can't be bothered. But with him, he's just like all of, his recipes just feel really like bang on to me yeah yeah great recommendation I agree <laughs> okay so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using so yeah I guess with this like I'm quite 
I don't really know how you would say it. I guess I'm too much of a Gen Z to even think about a cookbook, to be honest. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel like a lot of my cooking inspiration or like places to eat, like even like recommendations of where to go out. I feel like I just get them all online and yes. it's really specific. If it's like, if I want to make something really specific from like when I was younger or I don't know, something that I know my parents make, I feel like that would be where I'd kind of look to a cookbook, but my boyfriend and his family, they love Ottolenghi and he like he has all of his books. So I feel like if I was to go and I was the last book I probably would have picked up to make a recipe would probably be an Ottolenghi recipe, which was he does like a cherry tomato kind of like pasta sauce, which is amazing. And you basically slow cook it for two hours and these really kind of sour, bitter tomatoes go really lovely and sweet because of how long you cooked it. And it's like almost a sweet tomato sauce. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably have to say that that is the last cookbook and also the last recipe that I would enjoy using. That is a great recommendation. I love Ottolenghi. Yeah, love him. Um, I think we have most of his cookbooks. See, I um, am a zillennial because I'm 99, but oh, right. I am a cookbook addict. So really? I love a cookbook. I really love a cookbook. What's your favourite um, cookbook? I have too many to choose, but um, <laughs> probably off the top of my head, for savoury recipes, the Wagamama cookbook is amazing. Oh, it's nice. It's so good. Um, like, because you can get loads of recreations of the stir fries and they taste really similar. Like the katsu curry, when you make it at home, doesn't taste the same. Mm-hmm. But loads of the stir fries, like the um, yaki udon is amazing from home oh really yeah really good is that like um, you go to wagamama choice then when i go there i have mm. the uh what do i have i either have the katsu curry or the i can never say it correctly or the razu curry oh right i think okay yeah nice really nice i normally stick to like a yakisoba so if you're saying that the noodley dishes taste the same i might need to invest so in that good. and buy it off of amazon right now <laughs> you do you do it's so good we got it for christmas and we've been cooking from it ever since are they quick recipes i mean i can assume some stir fries would be quite quick to make but yeah. i feel like the katsu curry like i've tried to make a katsu curry before and the sauce took me ages yeah um, Jamie Oliver's katsu curry sauce is quite nice. Oh, so nice. Try that. Good recommendation. I, I cannot recommend the Wagamama cookbook enough. It's so good. I make a stir fry from it at least once a week. Yeah. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Definitely going to be buying that then. <laughs> <laughs> I've converted you to a Yeah, cookbook. you converted me. I'm going to be having a yaki udon every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Or a yakisoba, which oh. is also fantastic. Nice. Okay, so what is your favourite ring on the hob? Everyone's is just bottom right, surely. It's got to be bottom right. You'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What else is everyone saying? Like, why would you use all the stuff over there? Like, it's got to be closer to you. I'm not I using a know. hob which is like 10 inches away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but 
some people say they prefer the back ones because it's not as dangerous or I don't know I don't know but you would be surprised if you want to find out other people's um, hovering choices why not look back through the back catalogue of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker (laughs) yeah definitely because that is just wild I can't believe that got to be bottom right but that's just my choice anyway I feel like you can really tell about a person when you ask them what hovering is their favorite that might be one of those where like I mean, I'm in a relationship, but if I was ever single and I would just, I would ask people, that'd be the first question that I'd ask them, like, which hub do you use? Because I feel like if you're kind of a, like, bottom, like, whatever's closest to you kind of person, I feel like, right, you're my kind of person. But if you're like a back hub kind of person, but like, mm, maybe we're not going to gel very well. <laughs> you can do that when you go on nights out. Be like, uh... Yeah! <laughs> That is so funny. I might say to all my single friends they should put it on like their um bumble profiles and stuff and let them know as like an icebreaker of what to say to guys. I will need to know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> on to the final meal questions. Yeah. I'm really nervous for this one. Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You shouldn't be nervous. You can have as many things as you would like. Mm -hmm. So you can't get full. Yeah. It's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters of choice? So I'd say that my starter or starters, let's say, would be... let me think oh there's just oh I just love everything I think I would have to get some sort of vegetable spring roll has to be in there I think um that just amazing have to be there I'd probably also say I don't know almost like a maybe some prawns in like a sweet chili or like a buttery kind of sauce um and then what else? I do, mm, I don't know. Mm, I think, I th- to be honest, I think those two would be it because I think I'm going to go quite big on the mains and potentially on the sides. Okay. And what drink are you having with your starters? A drink with my starters. I probably will have a glass of rosé just to start me off. A nice glass of rosé. Lovely. How many um, from previous people that you've spoken to and like for yourself as well, like how many starters would you say is like optimum? I don't know. I think maybe three or four. Oh. Mostly because I'm greedy and that's why this question <laughs> is there. Because the idea of just having one starter, one main, one pudding, I'm like it's no, not enough. I can't I can't do it. <laughs> not enough. What would you um what would you say would your starters be? You know what? I've never actually thought about it fully. Um, <laughs> I know that's so crazy because I ask people all the time. Um, but I definitely have to have loads of fried cheese. So rice, halloumi, camembert, brie. Oh, I, so I just love good. cheese. I just have to have all of that. Sorry, you can't have the dairy. <laughs> yeah, no, not all of it anyway. I can have some of it. <laughs> yes, I'm. Um, I will reveal my answers at some point whenever we get to the point in the podcast where I'll do my episode, but that will be a while away. Oh, no. Well, I can't wait for that. I'll be setting my reminders for that one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so what will you be having for your main or mains of choice? So this is where it's going to get quite difficult. Now, I went on holiday to Anglesey in Wales not that long ago. And we were in a really, really tiny little bay called Church Bay. Now, Church Bay, there was nothing there. There was just our Airbnb, a little pub and a restaurant called The Lobster Pot. Now, I, oh God, I really wish I could go back to that previous question where it was like, what's your favourite restaurant? Because it has to be The Lobster Pot. It was the most amazing dinner that I've had, I think probably in my entire life. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, as I said, like I'm not, I've gone, luckily I've been able to like travel and go to lovely places and obviously having a food blog, like you go to restaurants and stuff all the time because that's your hobby. So I feel like I've not been shy of having really amazing meals, but this one was almost like, because it was so different. It only basically sold lobster and they did steak, but because we were right by the sea, it was so fresh and the food was really good. And I've only ever had lobster, which is going to come on to like my second main. But um, when I went to America, I went to catch and I had lobster there and that was amazing. But the lobster here was just so fresh and like it was, it tasted, it didn't even taste like fish. It tasted really meaty, came in like a really nice garlic butter sauce with really like thick cut fries. It was just literally to die for the best thing I've eaten so I would say that that's the first main um like just addressed lobster quite extravagant really considering I just said I had super noodles the other day but (laughs) it's your final meal yeah exactly let me have it exactly (laughs) um so yes I think I'd probably say that and then I'd have to have sticking onto the lobster hype when I went to catch in Vegas I had lobster mac and cheese and again that was just like sensational so good so that would be my other main I think I'd probably say and I mean the whole game of this is that I don't get full right I can eat as much as I want brilliant so yes I think I'd have those two then I probably would get a roast I love a roast so maybe a roast beef I'm thinking um all the trimmings like Yorkshire pudding everything like I want it all all of the fry like literally all of all of the sides all of the sides um and then I'm trying to think what else because I feel like I've gone really big there so I feel like that might be enough for me um but that would probably be what I'd have oh and sushi probably sushi as well a sushi platter just a bit of everything I was waiting. I was kind of scared when you were like, oh, I love sushi. I was like, where's the sushi? I know, I know. I almost, I think I lost it because I started talking about the lobster and then I just got distracted (laughs) with this big lobster and I was like, oh, I forgot the sushi, but I need a sushi platter there too. Just a bit of everything. Strong choices. Love that. Thank you. And what drink are you having with your mains? So I think with this, obviously I had my rosé to start with, but I feel like I've got quite a lot to get through here for this main. So I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to stick to a Coke Zero. I'm just going to keep it really simple, have a Coke Zero with my main. It'll keep me going. Obviously with everything we're having, it's quite like indulgent. It's like a lot of cheese from the mac and cheese. Like the roasting is already quite big. You're going to have the sushi to like freshen some bits up, but like there's a lot of rice in there, which will fill me up. And I feel like having a Coke Zero might just give me little bits of refreshment throughout each bite um you can tell I'm really thinking this through um but yeah I think a coke zero would have to be with my main strong choice <laughs> with ice and lemon ice and lime no ice 
ice for sure. Can't have yeah. Coca-Cola without ice, right? Um, and then a, probably a lemon, a little lemon wedge, nothing too crazy. Nice. Are you a Coke? Are you a full fat Coke or a diet Coke kind of gal? I'm a diet Coke kind of gal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just prefer the taste of it. Oh, really? Mm. See, I do. I can taste the difference in it, you know. I never knew, like, before I couldn't. And then, I mean, I'm only on Coke Zero. Like, that's the one that I prefer out of all of them. But, like, I can really taste the difference in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Either a Diet Coke or a Coke Zero for me. Yeah. Nice. Fab. Okay, so what are you having for your dessert or desserts of choice? So it's, I find this one quite difficult because I'm not really, I'm a sweet person, but I'm more of like, I'd rather have like a packet of sweets or like, I don't know, like a bar of chocolate rather than having an actual dessert. But when it comes to, so when it comes to going out, I'm always like a starter and main kind of person. I'm never really, I mean, I could never do starter main and dessert. I just wouldn't have the space. (laughs) I wouldn't have the tummy (laughs) capacity to get through it. But I think if I was going to have a dessert, I'd say that my favorite dessert is a creme brulee. I do like love it so much. I think I had it the first time like years ago when I was in France. And like ever since then, it's like, if I see it on the menu, I'll get it um although my boyfriend really likes a sticky toffee pudding and I've been having like a bit of his like the past couple times we've gone out (laughs) and I'm getting to the point now where I'm like right I really want my own so I think I'd have a creme brulee and a sticky toffee pudding um and then potentially I might need like a little lemon sorbet or something just to like break it up because I'm gonna need like it's a lot to kind of go through but I feel like if I could have those three that would kind of do me just fine I completely forgot the sides what are you having for your sides <laughs> oh right my sides well Sorry, to be fair, all around no it's <laughs> all good it's all good um I think with that obviously with like the lobster that I've got I've got to have chips with it it's got to be chips got to be really lovely thick cut chips crispy on the outside but lovely and smooth on the inside so I'd have to have those maybe a bit of a salad I'm not really like I get it this is I don't have to order it but I feel like I would really benefit if I did maybe some broccoli (laughs) (laughs) maybe some broccoli with it maybe like a little kind of leafy broccoli salad I think that would be quite nice a little lemon vinaigrette potentially sounds delicious um I would also really like gyozas I don't know why but I think tying back in with like the sushi side of it I feel like having the sushi with some gyozas would be amazing just like veggie ones would be good and then also maybe some edamame I feel like that would also break it up a bit of veg bring that in so yeah I've got I've gone quite big on the sides but I feel like everywhere has it has a place with everything I'm eating yeah Um, definitely and then obviously with the roast, I just want everything that you kind of get with the roast as part of my side. And what drink are you having with your sides? Um, so whilst I have my Coke Zero, I think I'll probably go back to drinking like maybe a glass of red wine. Um, yeah. I think that would be really nice. Like when I do have my dinner, I'd probably say that if I was to go out, the first thing I would probably order is like a glass of like a glass of red wine. Um, I like to have like a rosé to start me off because I think it's like quite fresh and quite refreshing. But I think when I'm eating, it would be a glass of red. But I think having the Coca-Cola and then the red would probably suit me fine. Great choices. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your puddings? 
So I think now this is where I know a lot of people would probably get like a cocktail to start with, but I feel like I prefer my cocktails when I'm having my desserts because they're so sweet. So yeah. it's almost like instead of starting off with a cocktail, which is quite sugary, I'd probably have it as like part of my dessert instead of like a dessert wine. Um, so I think if I was going to have that, I'd probably either get, I mean, I'd like an Aperol spritz which would be really nice. So potentially an Aperol spritz or a mojito or maybe like something a bit sweeter, like a cherry margarita, maybe. I think I'm going to go with the cherry margarita. I feel like that would be really nice with my desserts. And will you be partaking in a cheese board? Yes, I will be. I will be partaking in a cheese board. I feel like the older I get, the more a cheese board just feels so much more essential when you go out for food. <laughs> I do, I, obviously, depending on what cheese is on there and like if you're at home and you kind of, you know, like at my boyfriend's parents, they're quite big with cheese. And I feel like getting a cheese board at the end of dinner is like just the best thing ever. Um, would have to have a bit of brie, like maybe some crackers, like your normal standard kind of like cheddar would be great on there. But I really just like a bit of everything. Like I don't even know what all the cheese are but I just like having them all together at the same time I think it's really nice (laughs) (laughs) what drink are you having to end the whole meal to end the whole meal so I went for that cherry margarita beforehand I think just to finish off the meal I would like probably a glass of champagne that would be what I'd go for a glass of champagne just to finish it off a little bit bitter just to kind of end it clear my palate I think that's definitely what I'd go for well, thank you for telling me your <laughs> favourites. They sound amazing. I feel so hungry now and I've already had my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's crazy when we record a podcast on an empty stomach. I have also had supper, so I'm fine. But when you don't... Imagine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. Sitting there like with delivery, like, help, please get me some food. <laughs> So, on to biscuit of the week. So, what biscuits have you been eating this week? Um, so, I had a pink wafer um, a couple of days ago, which that to me is a biscuit. I know it's kind of more, I don't really know what it would be with it being a bit of a wafer, but I, I really enjoyed that. Um, really random as well. Like I was just kind of, I was just shopping and I was like, God, I really fancy a biscuit. And I was like, what do I want? What do I want? And they remind me of like when I was younger. I think they used to yeah. be like Pink Panthers. They did. Yeah. They had the panther on the packet. Yeah. So I was just there and I saw them and I was like, oh, do you know what? That would actually be really nice. I totally forgot how sweet they were, but amazing. <laughs> really enjoyed that. And then also, I mean, it's not like I've tried them this week, but like the first packet that I bought as well was a packet of Jaffa cakes. Now, I know this is a controversial topic. Is it a cake? Is it a biscuit? Who really knows? But my stance is it's in the biscuit aisle. So it's a biscuit. Yeah. Don't come for me. (laughs) (laughs) I have to put a poll up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got to be one of those. It's going to divide people. But I think it's quite interesting to know, again, similar to what we were saying about the Hobbs, I feel like knowing what people's opinion is on a Jaffa cake can really tell you a lot about a person. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you rate both of those out of 10? So... A Jaffa cake, I would probably rate it a 10 just because it's exactly 
like it's, it's exactly what you're looking for when you pick yeah. up a jaffa cake you know what you're in the mood for you're in the mood for something which is a bit more than just a biscuit so that was exactly what i kind of was looking for so i'd always say 10 out of 10 it met my expectations yeah. i think the pink panther probably gonna have to be a bit rude and give it a six it was amazing and it was great and it was exactly as I remembered it but obviously as you get older your taste palettes like they just change and yeah. I just feel like it when I had it like the first bite was like oh my god this is amazing I've not had this for ages and then it got to like the end of that one little wafer and I was like I feel sick so <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it a six I'm afraid <laughs> fair ratings thank you for those <laughs> no worries <laughs> okay so do you have any local food businesses you would like to give a shout out to um yes I do I have a couple um I've got one called Sushi Marvel which does sushi around the corner from where I live and the food is really amazing really fresh um and it's one of those places that I feel like I will never find sushi anywhere else because I just know that that's so good so definitely yeah. Sushi Marvel it's really really tiny they only have two chairs inside and they just do takeaway it's so small um family run so yeah definitely want to shout out Sushi Marvel um I also want to shout out Jane Eyre which again very close to where I live and they do the best roast I've ever had so when I was talking about that roast as part of like my final meal it's a Jane Eyre roast um you also probably see it on my Instagram quite a lot as well because I do go there quite a lot for it <laughs> and then finally would have to be Viet Shack like I mentioned already their shack fries that they do are just second to none um so yeah I'd have to call out those three places because they are pretty much the only thing that kept me going through lockdown and also outside of lockdown as well <laughs> well thank you for those they sound lovely <laughs> you're gonna have to take a trip to Manchester and come and try them <laughs> I am I know this is what I love about all these recommendations as we said earlier you always have somewhere to go but because I'm interviewing people from sometimes in a different country but a lot of the time in different parts of the UK I'm like mm. I'm gonna have to go on a massive road trip and go and see all these different food places. Yeah. Hi, we're going for lunch. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Thank you for those. Okay, so where can people find you? Um, so the main place to find me, especially for all things food, drink, going out, that kind of vibe is what.cassie.eats. Um, that is just like my food account. And that's where I pretty much am like my most me on social media and um, going out to all the places in Manchester. That's where you'll mainly be finding what I'm doing as well. Um, but in there, there's also like a little link to my personal account, um, which is just my name, um, Cassie Capone which it basically is kind of what I do more in like my day-to-day um where kind of I do like a lot of my work and that kind of stuff you'll probably see that more on there but um yeah those are kind of the two key places to find me um but my dms are always open I say this kind of with everything I do like I love hearing from people obviously driver it was so fun coming onto your podcast today like I absolutely love keeping in contact with other foodies so if anyone did just want to chat want to let me know that they're in Manchester and they want to go for brunch or anything <laughs> like that please let me know please dm me as i said my dms are always open but yeah that's where you can find me 
Well, thank you for that. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been so fun. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've literally, as I said before, I've never done anything like this before. And it was really kind of you to ask me to join you. Um, I know you've spoken to so many other people, which like I follow on Instagram. So it was so lovely to kind of hear that, you know, you wanted me on on the podcast too. But no, thank you so much. Had such a lovely time. (laughs) It's been so fun. No need to thank me. I've loved having a chat about all things food. On that note, I'm going to say goodbye. So, bye. Bye. How fantastic was that episode with Cassie? I enjoyed it so, so much. It was so lovely to chat with her about all things food. And she actually asked me several questions. So, yes, I thought uh, listening back to it, I was quite impressed that I didn't just fluster and completely forget to answer. So, yeah, quite impressed. It was so lovely to chat with her and her food blog link will be in the bio so if you literally just scroll down from the podcast playing platform or wherever the podcast notes are on your podcast playing platform hers will be very close to the top of the episode so you can check out her instagram because if you do you'll be as excited as i am to try all of these amazing places in manchester Secondly, I would like to say thank you so, so, so much for listening to the podcast. It is so lovely of you to listen to it and I am very grateful that you've listened to the podcast the whole way through because if you're listening to this right now, you're very, very near the end. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and if this is your first uh, listen to this podcast, why not subscribe on your podcast playing platform because then you get to hear more episodes and you can dive into the archive of series one if you really wish to to hear about some of the other stories from people and their food favourites. If you would like to know more about the podcast and see a bit of the behind the scenes, why not follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok? A reason to follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on social is that I post... Ow, I just hit my hand on the desk. Um, (laughs) I post in the week about recipes I've enjoyed, cookbooks of the week, food favourites polls if you like a poll about food choices i definitely recommend getting on instagram um that's where all of the fun happens and you also get reminders from me to hydrate any time of the day (laughs) so yes join me on social if you'd like to see a bit more and hear a bit more and another thing to sell you on why you can follow the podcast on social is that you will be the first to know which guests are coming on the podcast. It won't just be a surprise on a Sunday. You can see on a Friday, it will be so-and-so. And and obviously, you'll be really excited for Sunday. I mean, I don't know. You might not be excited, but I am. I love announcing the guest. So why not follow the podcast on socials? If you have enjoyed this episode and you would like to tell other people about it, why not share that you're listening to this podcast on social? Or... You can tell someone in real life that you think would like to listen to this podcast that they can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Speaking of Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I would super appreciate it if you could leave a review because that helps other people find out about the podcast. And the more people that find out about the podcast, the more people can enjoy it. So that's very exciting. 
Once again, I would like to thank you very, very much for listening to Butcher Baker Podcast Maker. I'm very grateful for you and I am so happy that we are almost at the end of series two. Who knew that would ever happen? I know. I'm so impressed. On that note, come back next week to um, listen to the final episode of series two. How crazy is that? So with that, I hope you have a lovely day and I'm going to say goodbye. So... series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat